This is the Alternative Edge, home of KBVU Podcasts. How's it going, everyone? I'm Josh Botigas, and thank you for listening to The Positive Point, a podcast where I try to shed some light into your world. On this week's episode, I had a conversation with one of my really good friends who I've known for a long time. JC Lowe is one of the happiest, most energetic, and positive people I know, and she has really helped me through a lot, whether it was with getting through high school were offering support when I announced that I would be doing this podcast. When I first started brainstorming about potential guests to have on episodes, JC was one of the first people to pop into my head because of everything she has had to endure and how she has kept this contagious, positive attitude about life. Every time we hang out or talk, there seems to be endless laughs and smiles because she has found a way to turn her obstacles into stepping stones. Every person has a set of challenges they have to go through in life, and JC is one who has had to go through more than people her age typically do. Honestly, I'm still in awe of how she's been able to bounce back from every time she's been knocked down, and I've noticed how much of an inspiration she is, not only to me, but to everyone around her. So without further ado, allow yourself to escape from your life for a little while and enjoy this episode with JC. I can't believe we're on episode 10 already. This semester kind of seems like it's been dragging on, but when I look back, it seems like just yesterday that I was sitting down right here to record the very first episode of The Positive Point. And now here we are on episode 10. And JC, thank you so much for agreeing to come on and share your story. Of course, love being here. Yeah, so our kind of friendship goes all the way back to middle school. We really kind of bonded back then and developed this close connection, but in high school, that kind of seemed to fade a little bit. Right. After I transferred schools, I felt like we lost touch a bit, but I feel like we always knew that we were like still there for each other, if that makes sense. So I think, but this senior year, we definitely got a lot closer. You know, I wanted to reconnect with people that I knew like were just like me, you know, strong in their faith, good, genuine people. And you've always shown me that. Yeah, I can definitely second what you said there, how we've seemed like in the back of our minds, we always knew we were right there for each other, even though we didn't talk every day and stuff. If there was something that happened, I always knew I could reach out to you, and I'm sure you knew the same. Yeah. And then, like you said, how this past year, we've kind of reconnected and whatnot, spent some more time together and kind of caught up and everything. So that's been really nice to spend time with you. And what I have noticed is you are one of the most bubbly and happy <laughs> people I know. So you've got to talk about that. How are you so energetic and bubbly all the time? You know, that's kind of a good question, but to be like completely honest, I'm really not quite sure. <laughs> um, I've kind of gone through some pretty hard times, but I've just learned like to come back from that. And it's more just something I learned was a coping mechanism was just replacing negative thoughts with positive thoughts. And, you know, I've always... People always say like they never had an idea that I was going through so much stuff in my life, but it was more just important to me to bring that light to other people because I couldn't find it, you know? And so 
I don't know. I just felt like that was a way for me to kind of forget about what was going on in my life. And it was a way for me to like escape reality almost <laughs> just by going into, I'm very, I'm very people person, you know, I love sharing time with people. And I think that when I'm positive and bubbly and happy, it just, it set my mood for the day and it made me feel better. So. Yeah. So let's dive into that right away. You said how you've gone through a lot and I know a little bit about your story, but I know there's been some big mountains that you've had to try to overcome. So would you mind walking us through some of the biggest challenges that life has thrown you? Yeah, 100%. Um, I would say they probably started around fifth grade. I was diagnosed with celiac disease, which meant I couldn't have gluten. And then I was also diagnosed like a month later with thyroid disease, which is just an imbalance in hormones. Um, so yeah, being 11 years old, that was pretty hard to um, have to be on a diet. You know, I was like very embarrassed of it. I hated like having to like stick up for myself and be like, I can't have that, you know, just feeling very like left out. So that was one of my biggest bumps in the road very early on. But I think it started progressively getting worse when I got to middle school. Um, middle school is a time where girls love to learn what drama is <laughs> and they learn what gossip is and you know it's kind of the time of your life where you start your journey of like finding who you are and so yeah I started having problems with friends and it turned into some bullying I remember I hated going to school which is so weird because I love learning um, so that was really hard I just there were so many times where I would just walk out in the hallway and I would just hear gossip about me and that's, that's not something you want to hear you know it was a very rough patch and that just made matters worse for me, you know, getting hate comments and messages all the time. And about that age, I was like 13 and it just ended up floating into freshman year of high school. And it was really hard because at that young of age, like, I don't feel like anyone should have to like hate themselves already, but I definitely experienced some of that. You know, I felt very unmotivated. I lost interest in things that I loved normally like to do. Um, but it was a constant struggle finding real friends. And I'm not someone who enjoys gossiping. So like, I think once the girls understood that, they made me the target. And, you know, I like try to be nice to everyone. I've always been like that. You know, I care about other people. And I think because I never got that in return, it just made it harder for me. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely look in like for affirmation in others. And that was a problem because I was looking in the wrong places. You know, I was trying to fill the God-sized hole with people and that's impossible to do. But yeah, I just, I kept pushing. And then after a while, I kind of had enough of it. And I decided to transfer schools. Um, I just needed a new start. The problem with that was they're still high schoolers and <laughs> there's not much difference um, between a school that's only seven miles away. I was the new Catholic girl, you know. People definitely made fun of my faith, which was hard because that's a huge, huge part of my life. But yeah, I got a lot of social media things again, you know, people telling me to do horrible things to myself. And then I started to believe that and it just progressed. But then finally, you know, I sat down, I talked to my mom and we went to the doctor and I was diagnosed with major depression disorder as well as major anxiety disorder. You know, something that I actually found that helped me with that was my love for dance. Um, it was a way for me to escape and cope with that. But then I got another roadblock. Um, I ended up having a labrum tear in my hip, which ended my dance career. And then I ended up actually getting a steroid injection for that. And then it revealed that I was a type 1 diabetic. So again, more health issues just flooded the gates, which was great. But that was really hard for me because now I was limited even more in what I had to eat. 
you know, constantly checking blood sugars, constantly dealing with the fluctuation of like high and low blood sugars. That is really hard because you could do the same exact thing every day and get different results. You know, you just feel very sick all the time. And uh, I also had an upcoming surgery for my hip. <laughs> so I would definitely say this was probably one of the lowest points in my life. I started losing friends. I had a falling out with my boyfriend. So I felt extremely lonely and there could be thousands of people around me and I would just feel so like trapped. I would start questioning things, you know, like what's wrong with me? Like, why is this happening again? You know, and that's just such a negative like way to think, you know, because God has given me this beautiful life. And yes, there's been a lot of like, ups and downs, but it's still something like it's his beautiful creation that I was hating on, you know? But yeah, fast forward a year, I again had more falling outs with friends, still could not quite find the happy balance of friendship. But I think the reason why this is, is because I had to mature at a very young age with all my health issues. And these bullies as well gave me an example of what not to be. So I never understood really how people could be so hateful to another person. So I hold very high expectations for my friends and the people in my life. And sometimes people just can't fulfill that, which is okay. But yeah, I started medication and therapy. Nothing really worked until I decided that I needed to be the change in my life. You know, you can't always rely on other people and you can't always rely on that medication. Like I needed to change my mentality. So that's, <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at that. Like I mentioned in the intro, you have one heck of a story and the way that you have pushed through everything has been so inspirational to me. I loved how you mentioned too, how you started questioning things. Yeah. That's where kind of the uh, effects of all these challenges that are thrown our way can play a big toll on our lives. Because if you just push through them, we eventually get through whatever we're experiencing. But when you come to question it, that's when right. you really begin to change who you are. Right. Your mentality really gets the best of you you know I needed to be stronger in myself you know I needed I needed to be there for myself before I could try to be there for other people and obviously my my mental health was kind of going downhill at that point so but there are a lot of people in my life that helped me get through that you know my biggest supporters are my family um, especially my mama <laughs> she became my best friend you know I, I found that my family was everything and along with that, I grew even more in my faith, you know, my heart was on fire for God. And I just found that Jesus's friendship is ultimately the most authentic and real thing that you could have. You know, he like guaranteed to me that like, he wasn't going to leave me that his love and friendship was never ending. And that to me was so much because I never had that, you know? So I, I realized that, you know, like Jesus died for me and I'm so far from perfect. You know, I've got so many sins as well. And the fact that this person could love me always and forgive my sins, you know, he was perfect and he was still hated by the world, you know? So I could very, I can like relate to that in so many ways. On the cross, he said, Father, forgive these people for they do not know what they're doing. And that gave me strength to do the same for those people that caused me pain. And I think that also helped me. Once I forgave those people, I could move forward and just change my outlook on life it helped me it gave me my reason to live and like I said before God gave me this beautiful life and it was so selfish of me to hate on it yeah that's beautiful and that is also one thing that I've learned too through some of the struggles that I've gone through is just to put your life into God's hand because he does have that plan for you there is a reason why you're experiencing every single thing you're going through right. sometimes sometimes we don't recognize that 
but eventually once we get through everything even if it's our last day on the earth when we reflect back we will see why we went through some of our toughest times right and once i once i did put god's like like my life in god's hands you know and change my mentality i learned to replace those negative with positive thoughts and it's something that i like i said still use to this day and i know some people feel like they put on that mask when they do this pretending to be happy and stuff but you know, I'm guilty of that myself. Like I said, I'm, I like to portray that I'm doing great. And in a way it kind of helped me because I faked it till I made it. You know, I constantly was like replacing these negative thoughts with positive ones until I believed them. And I still do like, you know, JC, like you are worthy. You are enough. You're beautiful. Like God loves you. And to this day, like, I still believe that, you know, because I, at first I didn't, but then once I continued like repeating that to myself, obviously like this is true. I just need to start actually believing it and taking it into my life. And I think the more that people do replace negative with positive, the better their life and outlook on life will be, you know. But I just found this inner peace in myself. And it's something that I try to bring into other people's lives, you know, as well. It's just, it's all about your mindset and like looking back now. Those hard times were horrible, you know, but they made me stronger and they made me a better person. And they truly are like extremely useful learning experiences yeah that's one thing that i've learned is those struggles that come your way aren't roadblocks in your road they're stepping stones to your greater goal and they're opportunities to get better and grow as a person that's one of the things that i believe is what challenge offers us the opportunity to grow as a person and become better 100 percent, i agree with that yeah yeah, and you said how you kind of faked it till you made it. And that kind of reminded me of a quote that my professor told me, I think last year or something was, there's really no such thing as fake it till you make it. It's fake it until you become it. Right. That's exactly what I did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I see through you is you took those challenges and you found ways to grow through them, like you mentioned with your faith life. And through that, you develop that deep connection with our Lord. Right. And that's the most important thing in my life to this day. You know, like that is, like I said, the one thing in my life that is guaranteed. And I'm not going to like waste that on anything. You know, I'm going to pursue it and I'm going to make it grow. And I just become so much more happy with myself, with my life. And it also reflects in the way that I treat others as well. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And another thing that I've seen through you and with the challenges that are presented to us is you have to use your dreams that you have for your life as motivation. Because if we don't have anything we're chasing, like what are you doing with your life at that point if there's nothing that you're chasing? Yeah, 100%. You know, I said before, like I found my reason to live and that was through God because, you know, I've always had this idea that I was going to get married, you know, find someone that, again, was like Jesus, you know, never ending, loved me the way for who I am, you know, and then I could create this beautiful Catholic family, you know, and I, that was my, that was my reason. Like, I wanted that for my life and whether that happens or not, I still know that, like, again, God put me in here for a reason and I'm going to, I'm going to flourish that, you know, I'm going to use that to the greater good. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes using those struggles is just simply to embrace them and use them for inspiration. Because like with you watching you go through all that and see how you still kept this relationship with the Lord in this beautiful, positive mental attitude inspired me. 
And I think that's what everyone can do with their challenges is inspire those around them. Yeah, 100%. That means a lot. (laughs) Yeah, but enduring those challenges, they kind of motivate us to kind of keep pushing because every challenge we get through kind of boosts us up. If we take that chance to step back, recognize it as an opportunity that we embrace and we grew through, it motivates us to take the next one head on. And then through doing that, it inspires all those around us to do exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. And there's definitely people that have like inspired me as well, you know, like hearing my mom's story when she was in high school and stuff like that just told me, you know, like right now she's happy. She has a beautiful family and life and I can get there as well. So I do want to be that inspiration to other people. And I think that goes through positivity. You know, positivity is such a powerful thing and it can really, it can really mean the world to someone, you know, they could be having the worst day ever and a simple smile could change their whole mood around, you know? So just a simple act of positivity and kindness is, is really changing for people, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, just that simple smile to people and just just as helping others inspires people to do the same, so does pushing through these challenges and struggles that are thrown your way. 100%, yeah. And I also loved how you brought up your family and especially your mom as inspirations because sometimes even through our toughest times, they are the most influential people in our lives because we have to lean back onto them. Right, they're always there. They always love you no matter what. And you know, whether we had struggles or not in our family, like at the end of the day, you know, we always knew that we were there for each other and that we loved each other and that we could get through it, you know, together. And that was so comforting, you know. And that's something that's been hard actually in college, you know, when there does come a problem, I'm like, where's my mom? (laughs) You know, like I'm actually going home this weekend because I'm like, I just, I love my mom and I love my family. And I just, it's very comforting to know that like family is forever and I will always have them, you know whether I'm an hour away or 10,000 miles away. That's the same situation here. Like being away from my parents has definitely been one of the hardest things about college because I know I mentioned on earlier episodes the kind of initial homesickness that I went through. And I now have weekly FaceTime calls with my parents in the evenings and stuff just just to see them again, you know? It's It's not the same, but I am definitely counting down the days until I get to go back home and be with them for two months because being away has given me the new perspective how amazing they are to my life it's just hard to put into words how much they've done for me and especially like you said through all of these struggles how much they're right by your side to help you through whatever it is yeah my mom actually jokes around with me she's like it's funny now you've gone to college like you understand that mom was always right it's like he's not like tell my sister I'm like Kennedy don't do that like and mom's like oh really (laughs) you know she's she's like kind of catching on to the fact that like I have realized that she did a lot for me but yeah I definitely I definitely miss my my family and my roommate actually jokes around with me about how much I FaceTime my mom it's like well she's my best friend you know she'll always be there for me so absolutely and this can all be tied back to just pushing through because our parents can kind of instill that mentality into us that life isn't perfect. Right. And whoever told you that was just simply lying. (laughs) It's far from it, but you just got to embrace it. You You only have one life to live and you might as well, you know, make it a good one. And your mindset is everything. So, 
you know, your brain and your body is your home. It is the place where you, you are all the time. You know, it's the one person you're guaranteed to be with, you know, all the time. So it's like, you have to make it a safe and healthy and positive environment. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. That kind of wraps this whole episode into one with embracing those challenges and flipping it around as opportunities to grow. So I know you have one heck of a story and thank you for sharing that because I know not only how inspirational it is to me, but to everyone else from people our age to people younger to even people older than us. It is very inspirational. I'm really happy that I'm able to share it with people who listen to this episode. Thank you for having me though. (laughs) Yeah. So to kind of wrap this up with the present person, how people can use this to help in their lives today. I think it's simply what we just said. Embrace those challenges and don't view them as like obstacles or like roadblocks, but as stepping stones in opportunities to grow. Yeah. Yeah. So before we send you on your way and wrap up this episode, I have to ask you, like with all of my guests, what is your favorite quote? Actually, okay, I was in church this weekend and the priest said in his homily, he was talking about, you know, the whole thing that's going on in the world right now. And he said, if you can't see the light, be the light. And I thought that was perfect for this episode and like the hard times that are going on in this world. And it just showed me that God is still working in our daily lives. And I thought that was really cool to bring on this episode. So <laughs> absolutely. That quote fits this episode perfectly. <laughs> yeah. It's something I live by every day, you know? Yeah. Sometimes you have to be the one to be the light in the world. And that's with positivity and everything. So I love that quote. And like I said earlier, thank you for being willing to share your story because I know how inspirational it is. So thank you for agreeing to come on to this episode, JC. 100%. Thank you for having me and letting me share my story. Um, I do hope that it encourages people and inspires people to do exactly what I did and just keep pushing. The stories that people share about their challenges they've endured and how they've pushed through are so inspirational. They give me the motivation to keep pushing through whatever comes my way. That has to be the positive point of the podcast for this episode. To keep pushing. Life is rough and is constantly presenting us with new challenges that we have to overcome. Digging deep and pushing through those tough times are where we grow as individuals to become more rugged. Our battle scars remind us of what we've been through and they motivate us to keep pushing through whatever comes next. We have to understand that obstacles are going to be thrown our way, but there's always a way to push through. Each of us encounters a different set of challenges every day but embracing that and growing through the experience is how a better version of ourselves is created. Sometimes it may seem like there's no light at the end of the tunnel, but I'm here to assure you that eventually all of the pain in your life will turn into happiness. All of that suffering will be rejoicing. Your life isn't determined by how many times you get knocked down. It's determined by how many times you get back up. No matter how big that obstacle might be, embrace the challenge and view it as a chance to grow. Dig deep within yourself and keep fighting. Who cares if you get knocked down one million times? As long as the amount of times you get back up is one million and one. Make sure that whatever gets thrown your way, you dig deep and push through. 
get back up and keep going because you deserve this beautiful life on this immaculate world. God gave you the breath of life for a reason, and maybe pushing through your struggles is that reason. Others watching on may see you as the answer to their prayers, and you could encourage them to overcome whatever obstacle is obstructing their path. Sometimes the end result isn't the reward, it's the path we endured to achieve our dreams. Who was the one to dream that the path was going to be a smooth road? A smooth sea has never made an experienced sailor. It's through the rough times in our lives that we grow and learn more about ourselves as a person. The going might get tough, but I'm here to tell you that when you dig deep and push through those tough times, your reward is going to be greater than anything you've ever imagined. Embrace the challenges that come your way and view them as opportunities to grow. Because sometimes, when we fall down, the journey to get back up is where we find our true desire. Today, I challenge you to embrace the challenge that comes your way this week. For some of us, that could be the biggest obstacle that we're ever going to have to face. And for others, it might just be another little hiccup. No matter how big of a challenge it is, I want you to embrace it and find the motivation to push through. Keep pushing, because giving up has never ended in results that satisfy our hearts. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And as always, feel free to DM me on Twitter at ThePositivePoi2. That's the positive P-O-I-2. Or Instagram at ThePositivePoint underscore podcast. Or send an email to ThePositivePointPodcast at gmail.com to share a random act of kindness or uplifting deed that you did for someone else or they did for you. Or maybe it's something you saw someone else do for another person. Reach out to me and share the story. Who knows, maybe you will be the next positive point of the podcast. Until next time, this is Joshua Tiggis. And remember, keep it positive.